0: Really enjoyed talking to Lorraine Twist, uh, National Director of Professional Services UK at Hayes. Uh, 21 years in recruitment. Lorraine and I are talking all about insights and intelligence. We're talking about lifelong partnership with candidates and what it looks like and what Hayes are doing. We're talking about uh, data and insights, talent, intelligence, and lots of other stuff. So I uh, really enjoyed this. fascinating to see what an organization like Hayes is focusing on, on and investing in. Enjoy it. Massive welcome onto the TRM podcast to Lorraine Twist, National Director at Hayes. Thank you for joining us, Lorraine.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm delighted well, to I, be I, here. <laughs> I,
0: I, I had one of our members on and my last question to um, Alison Humphreys was just name me one person who's a real inspiration to you. And she said, that's easy, Lorraine Twist. Said,
1: oh goodness! Let's hope I deliver then. Yes. <laughs> said,
0: Who is this Lorraine Twist? Who need- is she? <laughs> I need to speak to her. Um, so do, you, do you, um. Uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to t- talking about insights and intelligence, um, recruitment going digital, various changes and disruptors that you're observing, um, DNI etc. Some some really big areas. Mm. You and I'm actually really looking forward to this conversation because. I hang out, as you know, with SME recruitment specialist yes. agencies. So I'm really interested from about what the view is from somebody in your position at an organisation like like Hayes. What, what is what is Hayes these days? Um, how, how big is it? Uh, what's its focus? What's its area of uh, what's it obsessing about these days?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, we're we're a really large global global business. Um, You know, we have over a thousand staff in the in the in the UK. Um, I think for us, we've recently been through um, a rebrand, which is all about that consultative approach and um, working for your tomorrow with clients. And, And for us, the two key things based around that day to day, I think, for a consultant is around you know that lifelong partner from a candidate perspective and again this is nothing new it's just the way we're badging it I think and and but I think it's so important that I think to be successful in this job it isn't about being simply transactional it's about building those genuine business relationships and placing candidates over and over or a candidate becoming a client and vice versa and then the second part which I think fits into data which is obviously another big, big passion of mine is around that um that leadership partner to clients that yes of course we help them um to reduce candidate to you know to produce candidates and finding cvs is is, is and relevant cvs it, it, it is very important but we are core consultants and i think that consulting piece and that use and using data and facts it's not all Hayes data and facts actually some of it is available to, to everybody mm. um, and really advising our clients for the long term. Um, I think that's also very very important. Um, and I'm sure you talk about this a lot um, but you know I, I, I'm in this game because I really like engaging with our customers it's really important to me and um, but, but a lot of them they're not experts in recruitment we're the experts. In recruitment yeah, yeah. and my area of specialism sits within in finance and um, that professional services within finance and these are data driven individuals mm. so as much facts and data we can give them it really helps to validate what we're saying and and that's the same for you know heads of experienced hiring recruitment as well they want those data and facts to take them back to their stakeholders mm. um, and this is information we can get hold of really easily some of it now at Hayes, we do do a lot of really big surveys and get some great facts from that. Um, but equally, you know, we use quite a lot of information from the ONS as well. Um, and they've just released their latest data, their latest data today. Um, and I find that really useful to, you know, to guide to guide our clients as well. So you've got to be quite careful with it, though, because, you know, the ONS um, information that that came out yesterday got to be spun in the right way mm. um, and looked at the longer term because you know yesterday it mentioned that um I think the the amount of unfilled jobs you know has has slowed down but actually we've still got 1.1 million unfilled jobs in the UK um unemployment is still is it at its lowest since 1977 you know so there's and we're still in a supply-led market um, and I think it's really about making sure our customers, in particular our clients, understand that.
0: So I got I got massively excited about uh, talent intelligence a year or so ago when I I, I I was chatting to the head of global talent intelligence at Amazon globally, yeah. a massive organisation, and I was saying, what do you want from your recruitment partners? from a talent intelligence point of view and he's saying well everything in turn I get I know all my people I know the skill sets etc etc but what I'd really love is to get is to get the get the data that these recruiters know mm. so so someone like Hayes I mean you've got a you've got a big machine that you've built you've got phenomenal resources and I guess you've got a yes. data a data team that's 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 creating all all, all, all this stuff all the time
1: sites yes
0: the um the way that you kind of translate that into a value-adding um uh, value-added data that you can help shape their talent and talent strategies is that is that something that you're getting better at because I'm getting you've been in recruitment about 21 years I think
1: yes yes
0: so and I bet 21 years ago some people was talking about we need to be more consultative
1: so, yes apps, apps, so, apps, absolutely
0: what, what fascinates me as a non-recruiter is is that you know we we all know this we all know we need to be uh, more consultative mm-hmm. we all know this concept of of partnership the bit that seems to be get, gathering momentum is around this the the data intelligence and what we fundamentally can access and give to shape and add value to the conversation with our with our with our with our clients clients the employers and and I'm just quite interested in 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 an organisation such as Hayes where mm. you've got these phenomenal resources you've got huge mm. reach reach around the world mm. is mm. this something you're just getting better and better at and, and and how do you make it valuable for the consultant on the front line in one of your yeah I and
1: mean, I think that's that's a really important and really really big question so I'll just break it down slightly um i think firstly we've invested in it because it's really important to us um so you know invested in our in our data teams which actually sit alongside marketing quite a lot there's a lot of duality duality there and technology so they all come together um to enable us to create insight documents for all of our clients
0: yeah
1: um and i think when you think of the basic insight document um, the, that we want to be able to take to our clients we don't see that actually as being an extra charge to our clients we're doing that as part of being a leadership partner and we yeah. think that's really important because that that is what i think helps you to win business and for example if i was to knock on amazon's door from what you've told me you know with some interesting information that could open a door mm. however we, do, we are also growing and continue to grow what is now our enterprise business. Now, our enterprise business, I guess, traditionally, you would think about, you know, RPOs, MSPs. However, with that, we're setting up new pillars to our enterprise um, business. And one of them also is around that data and insights. So if a client wants a real deep dive of great value to them, that's also something we we can provide. Hmm. However, I'm aware that some of the listeners here you know, might not be able to access that, but there is so much data out there that everyone can access now to take to our clients. Just your internal data as a recruiter as well is a, is a real value um, to, to our clients.
0: And, and you're, again, just thinking about your consultants that work within Hayes you know you've got 21 years of experience you can talk to people irrespective of what role they're in within an employer so you've got you've got the the confidence and experience to talk about talent strategies talk about workforce planning to talk about some of the longer term strategic issues they will be thinking about as as an employer when you look at the the multitude of people that you've got who are maybe uh 25 years old who are having conversations, but they don't have the experience and confidence that you've got. How, how, do you, how do you shift the dial there? I
1: think a big part of, of being a leader in, in recruitment is actually that learning and development as well and that learning and development of of others and and also people going to appropriate meetings that that's always a point obviously if there was a big pitch it might be more appropriate for me to go on it but nevertheless to be in recruitment at a fairly young age you need to engage with senior individuals with confidence Um, and I don't think I think that's very hard to do unless you are trained and I think very simply what we do is we you know I would provide for my business area normally with 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 the help and support of marketing just some really Glossy, lovely facts, you know, and data, as a starting point for them to go and take to take to clients, and been trained on how to present it, but then also to make sure they personalize it and make it their own and make mm. it relevant, so it's also genuine. And I don't think clients sometimes want war and peace, but equally, I think it's a document to help all to to build credibility um, mm. when first engaging. Yeah,
0: uh, no, I agree, and, and you know. Back in uh, a number of years ago, I ended up as a FTSE HR director, and it was uh, not trained. I've got to say, but uh, but it it fascinated me. I, I don't really care if somebody's twenty five or forty five. If if you've got something that is of value to me, I will have a chat with you.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: and as you say, if you're you've got reasonable competence in terms of how you can translate that into something that yes. I need to be thinking about, then yes. I, will, I will definitely have a nice chat with you.
1: Yeah, I think I think the only I think age is age just doesn't really matter does it I think all it is as you said is they've just probably not had as much experience of doing it and that's why they need that training beforehand but I think you're absolutely right it's more about how comfortable someone is delivering that data to you so you actually buy into it and believe it is genuine which which it is
0: yeah and also I think just asking the right question understanding the power of asking the right question and yes um it is really powerful no love it and and the um on the candidate piece again uh, we, we had a big focus six months ago around um the candidate obviously being a product as in this is what we take to market but all but also being a customer and it, and it, it really interesting some of the research that i did which even though we spend so much time nurturing marketing to engaging placing uh candidates uh a lot of the long-term strategy to create the ultimate pool of candidates where candidates want to hang around with us as a recruiter because we can add value to your journey that was really interesting for me because it, it felt like there's a, there's a lot of opportunity that if you really treat these uh, the candidate as a as a as a customer to be nurtured, to build the ultimate candidate yep. pool. There are lots and lots of ways in which we can add value if we really apply it, but it does require a strategy. Is that is, is that something that Hayes you you you've been focusing on much? You, you touched on it before.
1: Yes, yeah, lifelong lifelong partner is absolutely central okay. to to everything that we that we do. I um, I don't think a candidate is a is is a product, you know. I think it's a, it's it's a per. Well, but they're a they're a person. <laughs> but also for the, you know, it is about having that long term relationship. And the best relationships are where um, a candidate is a client and a client is a yeah. is is a candidate. Um, and I think there are so many tools now in which we can deliver interesting value add information to a candidate or a customer, um, which means your branding is there. You know, you're in the background adding value. Um, so therefore, when the individual wants to hear about the market, mm. um, they feel, OK, I've been, you know, I have been connected with Lorraine for 10 years. And over that time, she sent me some really good value add information. Mm. That's great. You know, I'll reach out to her. It makes it a lot easier. Um, social media is a really good platform for doing that, to actually nurture a community mm. and send them the right kind of information. Now, again, obviously at Hayes, we have a really, we have a great marketing team and we are always trying to think of value-add information to send to our um, passive candidates from a lifelong partner perspective, you know, that mean, that's, a, that's, that's a value. So they will want to engage with us when they're, you know, not looking for a job, just so for the long term we have that that relationship.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. And when I say Canada's as a product, it's, it's 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 purely in the sense that um, s- some businesses take a product to market as in a thing. No, 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 I
1: know. I know. <laughs> but, but the uh,
0: but if you go to anybody who does have a, an actual tangible product, they all have a product strategy.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. How
0: can I evolve this my current candidate pool into the candidate pool that I'm going to have in in two to three years?
1: No, absolutely. And and I think that goes back to um, changing the dial as well and not being short termism, not being too transactional. Because there are those pressures in recruitment, isn't there always? There's what you're going to do this month, what you're going to achieve this month. Sometimes one can get caught up in that. Certainly, a consultant day to day. But if you get that longer-term strategy right, in principle, the job should become more enjoyable, and more success
0: definitely, is, is yeah. earned
1: by all. But it's yeah. about taking that step back, which can be which can be hard sometimes. Definitely.
0: Yeah, there is a bit of a conflict between the the long-term relationship and the short-term, quite often reward and. Um, uh, targeted focus that we have on what have we done this month the and and, and the other interesting thing I, I i love love the concept of the lifelong partner because ultimately the the experience we give people over their career so if we take a truly experience led approach to how can you make every touch point spectacular and, and impact and influence their their engagement with us i think that's quite an interesting
1: do you know what my best ever clients have sometimes been candidates that i've worked with but i haven't placed really yeah but because when they and the normally candidates that maybe they didn't have a job at the time and they were quite senior, but just by giving them a call every couple of weeks, you know, having a conversation, you know, seeing how they were, um, that they they've come to me with business because they were like, well, you didn't place me, but actually when I needed someone, when you call me, when I called you, you called me back. Um where, and actually people remember that in life you, you do get out what you put in don't you and, and I think that's just a really simple way to to think about it
0: definitely can, can we um just talk about Hayes as an employer How, how's obviously we've had an interesting few years but how's Hayes as an employer evolved uh into 2023 what are some of the things that you're you're particularly proud of what you've done as an organization as an employer
1: yeah well well I think um we were 100% at work before COVID, so there was no remote working. You know, now we have yeah. a, a full hybrid policy, which is honoured, which is, you know, 50% in the office, 50% at home. Um, and I'm really supportive of and happy with that because I also really I, I love the collaboration as well and, and being in the office and collaborating with others and 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 i think that's a big part of what we do as as well so i enjoy that i i also think from a you know from a diversity equity and, and inclusion perspective um i think as a business we are working really really hard to make sure we are inclusive leaders everyone in a management position has been trained on that you know conscious inclusion um, and a real takeaway for me was someone said it's not just it's not just inviting someone to the party; it's asking them to dance, right? So, so it's you know we do, we do a lot around that, and um, we have a number of of you know of employee relation groups we have set up. Um, so, we have a um, you know we have Pride at Pride at, um, at Hayes. We have a um, a young professional black network at Hayes. Um, we have Hayes leading women. Um, and a, an informal female network soon to become formal, and I've I've set it up in in this London um, Cheapside office. Um, so there's 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 lots going on to make sure it is an inclusive and respectful environment to to work, um, and we're continuing on that on that journey. and, and I do believe that's really really important.
0: Do, to, to what extent, when obviously you do, you're doing that for all the, all the right reasons, but when it comes to it was interesting. So you know, one of our members recently got the B Corp standard, mm-hmm. and the, the alignment of best practice, whether it's around Ed or whether it's around our our, our green strategy. To, to what extent are you, do you do you connect as an organisation the um, The alignment of the values and things that you focus on that matter to some of the to the commercial side of things so I guess I'm saying we know more and more employers are going to start making choices and do already yeah based on based on their values and what they believe is the right way to do things whether that's around EDI or Mm. or or, or whatever Is, is that something that you sort of track in terms of strategically with with your Customer
1: I think it probably I think it, it, it's hard to it's hard to track. Um, but but certainly what I would say is that we're doing it because it's the right thing to do. But I would certainly think that therefore from a commercial perspective, our values would be aligned with other large corporates mm. who are who, who are genuinely doing the right thing. And certainly as well as D and I, we do a lot, an awful lot with um with purpose yeah. and sustainability. And we have we have a, a key strategic priority which we've set in place all around that. And we're doing it for the right reasons, but there certainly obviously is a commercial impact of that because it's been asked, it's been asked more and more yeah. on bids and tenders that we're putting together in particular in the public sector, which I'm not an expert on,
0: Yeah,
1: but, you know, that, that social value piece is something that there are many individuals here that feel very passionately about it, but it's only the last couple of years we've really brought it brought it together. Mm. Um, and and we, we have noted from that there is a really positive commercial um, impact. Yeah. Um, and again, going back to all our surveys, you know, the big thing that came out of our latest salary survey and insight was that 82% of individuals now do want to know about Businesses' purpose before they move jobs. It's really important.
0: Wow, that's that, that's an amazing stat, actually. Mm. Uh, mm. Not one I've heard before. Because you, mm. we, we know it's more and more important, particularly the next generation coming coming through.
1: And, and I think that links into the EVP generally. Yeah. Um, and I think now when I'm engaging and talking to our clients, um, because we are still in a supplier-led market, when my area is, that EVP is so important, that purpose, that sustainability, mm. that DEI, that genuine culture every day, that's what's going to get someone to change jobs and find them an attractive place to work.
0: Yeah, I agree. A, lo- a lot harder for a significant organization like Hayes to really to to um turn the tanker or evolve the direction of the tanker versus a a, a a small agency and and again having having come from that corporate world myself way back when and having implemented various initiatives to make us even better than we were it's it's um it's a it's a really rewarding journey I, f- I found That's-
1: i think it is and I'm, I'm closely linked to it the the person i report into set it up and at uh, uh, Hayes. and what we found was that there was lots of there was loads of good things going on already mm. and i think i think when i talk to clients and i'm sure smaller recruitment businesses will find this there's so many good things going on we just don't put it together yeah and actually by putting it together it's, it's really impressive. Now that could be any size recruitment business, you know, just by, you know, I see it all the time on LinkedIn, you know, people, you know, working with their local communities, Mm. partnerships, just, you know, offsetting you know planting trees you know we 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 do a lot of that hey we do fees for trees you know and there's so many things we do and fees for trees also fits into charitable hours citizens hours you know there's so many things that we do that I'm sure other recruitment businesses do as well but it's putting it all together and actually realizing that that the power of it
0: yeah and you know, I say it, it is that. Do we actually know how much good stuff is happening around here, and have we? Yes. built Build on that. No, really yes. exciting. What, what? What else? Just looking externally, is there anything else? Obviously, intelligence. Um, you'll continue to to um, evolve the the relationships, lifelong relationships with candidates. Is there anything else that you're seeing or you're anticipating that the most progressive recruiters will be doing a little bit differently? and a little bit better than others in the, in the year or two to come?
1: I think it's really interesting because I think if the recruitment sector hasn't really, what we've done hasn't changed massively, has it, for probably like 40 years <laughs> in regards to getting that CV to a client in principle. But I think that... COVID created, whilst it was a horrible thing, it created almost a bit of a digital transformation Mm. and and things have started to change, which is quite exciting. But I don't think technological change is like turning a light switch on, that makes sense. I don't think all clients are, are gonna stop taking CVs tomorrow. I just don't. However, I do think we need to be curious I think we need to be constantly looking at different things and looking at different technology, so we can make sure we are ahead of the curve and moving. Mm. So things which I think are interesting at the moment, just the use of video platforms full stop, not just for meetings, but the use of a video platform as a tool to sell to customers. So we use that a lot at Hayes now and we're finding really good successes with it, but we haven't got all to adopt it. Um, yeah. But I use it when I use it, I find it really successful. And, you know, I've got some clients actually to go on the platform with me and do interviews, but some, again, it, it's not for them at the moment. Yeah. But that's interesting to be involved in, isn't it? Because who knows where it might go. Um, I think from a CV perspective, I think that DE&I lens is, is really important. And I think, again, we're finding certainly with corporates at the moment, there's a lot more. Um, Request and/or interest in, in in a truly blind CV and blind recruitment process. Again, who know who knows where that will go, mm. but I think it's definitely something to be very interested in. I think the third point is we've talked a lot around that, but that data and insights and what our customers will require from us, um, mm. to, to work to work with us. And again, I think get interested in that. Um, smaller SME recruitment businesses that, that there's still data out there you could utilize to really mm. add value to customers
0: mm.
1: I think as well the actual technological tools we use from a database perspective is changing and evolving um, I think what's really interesting is the use of of, of, of AI and by that you know, we're, we're trialing chatbots and things like that and again that is quite interesting and we get feedback from candidates that they love our chatbot <laughs> <laughs> They're so efficient <laughs> okay. so, um so, so again, who knows where that will go? but there's there's obviously a place for that. Um, but but just by, you know having intuitive searches that update themselves and tell us when a candidate, has had any exposure to Hayes or any interaction with Hayes, that is phenomenal. I'm in a candidate short market. So I know now if any candidate that's on our database has interacted with Hayes website or any Hayes tools in any manner, I get an alert on that. That's what I mean by AI. And that is quite powerful. Mm -hmm. So it's being interested in in all of that. And, and I'm sure there could be some that that that, don't forget to follow that, that to I don't know of and that I'm behind the curve on. Obviously, that social media is is key as well. And from a marketing perspective, this has been since COVID. I try to market myself a lot more on, on LinkedIn and put insightful comments that, that hopefully um customers or you know those that align like may, may find of interest. So I think it's just being curious and seeing seeing where it all goes and enjoying the journey.
0: <laughs> it is, no, it's interesting as you went through those sort of various areas of progressive recruiter to be doing, there is something about the, who are the early adopters and who are the sort of early majority and, and who are some of the laggards? Because I think the direction of travel, we all know where video is going. It's going to be even more core than it is yeah. now.
1: Yeah. It's not,
0: it's not going <laughs> to go away. So it's going to be even more even more integrated, even more just part of the experience and five, 10 years, we'll all be doing it. So what are we, and and, and at the moment, a lot of us experimenting, some people have, yes. have got it embedded and it's working beautifully and others are a bit resistant or, or feeling it's not for them. But it is really interesting, that thing. What do you try? And, and in any business, you try it. If it sticks, happy days, give it a go. Um,
1: I think these things though, adoption takes a long time as well and you've got to be you can't and it's well it's how it's implemented how it's trained how then there's ongoing training you can't just I think sometimes a new tool is just chucked in there it's like go for it Um, and 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 the tools we've we put in place at Hayes that have gone well again it's so much time is spent on that adoption piece and and our video platform it took over a year to get it to adoption levels we were comfortable we were comfortable with mm. um and i think that's a big learn for me as well i've learned on that you think oh, i'm really excited about this new technology everyone will love it that's just not the case sometimes <laughs> i think adoption takes an awful long mm. time
0: um, yeah yeah but i do i do uh, <laughs> we did, did an exercise three months ago where we we're looking at all the different bits of technology that our members are using. And we track this fairly, fairly well, and we thought we knew most of them. But there's all sorts of other ones we'd never heard of came out of the woodwork. So, you, uh,
1: mean, you must tell me <laughs> <Is there> anything.
0: <laughs> got a great list, Lorraine. I've got a great list, and, <laughs> and, and people say, "Yeah, I'm using this. It works a treat, uh, and it's free, or it's not free, or it's um, it, no, it's really, inter- really interesting space, and there's new innovations all over the place, aren't there?
1: And I, ho- I hope, I hope it continues because I think. It- I think from a technological perspective in the last 5 years recruitment's moved forward way more than it had in the last 30 so that's exciting
0: yeah definitely and I um I uh, one of my jobs tonight is I'm going to uh, see where the chat uh... G B T can write write me a nice little Mother's Day song that I can. Oh really?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm
0: I'm embracing this. I'm embracing this. Um, we've actually I must
1: post it tomorrow. We've just done a blog on that to see if you can tell the difference. We we we've done like one's written by a marketing team, and the other, you know, by chatbot, and see if actually can you tell the difference. It's interesting, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Are the marketing team a bit nervous? <laughs>
1: obviously not or they wouldn't have published it so <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly yeah no lovely Lorraine it's been it's been fascinating and it's just really great to actually talk to somebody coming from the um um the sort of corporate world of, of recruitment to see some of the things that you're focusing on really exciting I asked I asked uh, Alison who who's inspiring her and she said you who who, <laughs> who who or what is inspiring you these days um who
1: is inspiring me I think someone really interesting to talk to um, would be, and um, she's also at Hayes, but, but Karen, Karen Young. Um, and she has been fundamental in really bringing together our key strategic plan around purpose, sustainability, charitable work, and it's made a real fundamental difference. Um, and I think that could be a really, as well as being an inspirational person, I think it's just a really interesting topic and we talk to our clients a lot about it and it doesn't matter how small you start it's just mm. about about starting
0: really on, yeah mm. getting on the journey and getting traction. no yep. love it well listen yes. thank you really appreciate uh, you jumping on this uh we could have done another half an hour but I appreciate you got a lot <laughs> of other things you might want to get on with um but thank you um and and, and best luck with it we'll we'll, yeah. uh, we'll see you again
1: Thanks so much, Gordon. Thank you.